Do you dread Mondays? I know I have before and I have changed my thinking about Mondays and I want to give you four tips of how to not dread Mondays. If you go to my Instagram page at Beating Educator Burnout and click the link in the bio, you can get my free resource on how to not dread Mondays. I hope you find it helpful. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, I'm really excited about our topic, which is going to be the power of positive thinking and the profound impact it can have on our lives. So I'm really excited about that. And so we're going to start out by talking about negative thinking and how our brain naturally goes to that, the effects of negative thinking, types of negative thinking. Then we'll talk about positive thinking and the effects of positive thinking and some tips to engage in more positive thinking. So I hope that you find this topic helpful. I think this topic is fascinating and it has changed my life. So I hope that you can take some things away from this podcast that you can implement in your life. So our minds have a natural tendency to gravitate towards negative thinking. So we have to make a conscious effort to think positively. And our thoughts create our emotions, which create our behaviors and then our actions. So if we have positive thoughts, we're going to have more positive emotions that'll lead to positive behaviors and an overall happier life. So if you think about this with teachers, we have two teachers. We have a burnt out teacher who is very disengaged. Um, They're tired. They're agitated with students. Um, They're just tired. They're tired of teaching, but they're still in the career And then you have a brand new teacher who's so excited, so excited to decorate their room, so excited to meet their new students, um, just excited about every little aspect of teaching. And the only difference between those two teachers is their thoughts, because we know, obviously, that the burnt out teacher who's been teaching longer has some experiences that has changed their thoughts about teaching. There's been some negative experiences where that new teacher might not have those experiences, and so they have more positive thoughts. But the good thing about our brains is that we have the capacity to change our thinking and rewire our brains. So we could go from being that burnt out teacher to being as excited as a new teacher. So I want you to think about that. It's a challenge. It's not easy work. It would take hard work, but you can do it. And so if you're passionate about teaching, We can change your thoughts, which will change your teaching and make you a better teacher, a happier teacher, and just better for your students. So I hope that you get some tips out of this today. But our brains are wired with a negative bias that was developed to help protect us from danger. And we use it as humans when we needed to hunt for food and keep ourselves safe. So that's why as humans, it is so hard for us to think positively because we automatically think negatively to protect ourselves. And that was great for when we needed it, but now it can really be um, bad for our well-being. It can have detrimental effects on us. So constant negative thinking, it increases the risk of mental health issues such as depression and anxiety. 
Research has also found a link to negative thinking and physical health problems. So it can cause degenerative brain diseases, cardiovascular issues, digestive orders. So some really serious things just from having negative thoughts. It also can lead to higher stress levels because like I was saying, your thoughts create your emotions. So your stress comes from your thoughts about things. So that high stress can weaken the immune system, which makes us sick more often, and it can also disrupt our hormone regulation. So it makes it difficult to maintain a healthy lifestyle because our hormones might be out of balance. Um, Having negative thoughts at work, it makes you feel unmotivated and you have a hard time staying on task. And you may feel like nothing you're doing is right and it leads to poor morale in the workplace. Think about if you've ever been around somebody who's super negative. It's not going to be a positive environment. It's going to be an environment you don't want to be around. And it does stay hard. It does make it hard to stay on task because you're not motivated to do anything and everything you're thinking is negative. So today I'm going to share some different ways that our brain thinks negatively. And I'm sure you can relate to them because I know I could. I have done all of them. So the first way that we think negatively is by catastrophizing. So it's when we think everything is a catastrophe. We make something a big deal and we assume the worst will happen. So I'm sure you've heard things like, I just taught the worst lesson ever. I'm a terrible teacher. I'm going to get fired. Or... My students are doing terrible. They're never going to learn anything. They don't listen. Um, They're never going to get anything that I said. So we think that something is a huge deal and we just go into making making our thoughts think that the worst thing is going to happen, which isn't good for anybody. The next type of negative thinking is overgeneralizing. I think this is a very common one where we make one experience mean it's always like that. So maybe um, we say, I always get the classes with behavior students or these students are, they don't listen every day. Um, This is the worst class ever. You know, we just make these statements that really overgeneralize things, which goes to the next one, which is the next type of negative thinking, black and white thinking, very similar to overgeneralizing, but where it's either good or bad. We don't look at anything in the middle. So just like, my students never listen. Sometimes they listen, I'm sure. So, or maybe at certain times of day, maybe they don't listen on Fridays as well because they're excited for the weekend or Wednesdays are a tough day, but it's that black and white thinking where everything's either good or bad. Another type of negative thinking are should statements. So when we say things like, I should stay after today because I don't want anybody to think I'm not working enough or I should join that committee because um, I I know somebody on that committee and so I should join it. But you really aren't engaged in that at all. So basically with should statements, we're trying to motivate ourselves, but actually what we're doing is we're making ourselves feel bad in a way to motivate and it doesn't help. It just resorts to negative thinking and thinking bad about ourselves. Personalization is another type of negative thinking. So when we think everything is our fault, um, the biggest example I have with personalization is with all of the new um, the new research that has, well, old research, but has been coming out about the science of reading. 
And teachers, elementary teachers, have had to really change how they're teaching reading. And I know that we took it very personal. You know, I wasn't trained to teach reading that way. And you feel like you did a disservice to your kids if you weren't teaching reading that way. But it wasn't our fault as teachers. It was just how we were taught. So now we know something different and we're teaching it different. But basically, you know, we personalize it and we think everything's our fault. But when we're looking at things like that, we have to take out ourselves and think about what is the true issue and how can we change it? So the good thing, though, is that we can rewire our brains so that we're more inclined to think more positively than negatively. Because our brain has the ability to form new neural connections. So this rewiring is called neuroplasticity. And it's when we focus on positive thoughts and experiences and we create new neural pathways that that work to reinforce positive patterns of thinking and behavior. So this is a really good thing because even if you're a super negative person, you can rewire your brain to be more positive. So it will take a lot of work. It's not just easy. I know it sounds easy. Just think positively. It's it's not as simple as that, but you can rewire your brain with the work. So first, I want to talk about the benefits of positive thinking. Positive thinking improves our ability to pay attention, to focus, and to solve problems faster. It also increases our resilience so that when we face a challenge or a setback, we're better able to bounce back from that. So if we have goals or something that we're trying to achieve, if we have positive thoughts about that goal, if we have a setback, we're more able to achieve it if we continue thinking positively. So some tips to think more positively. This first tip is what has changed my life with thinking positively. The first thing you need to do is notice your negative thoughts. Be aware of what negative thoughts you have. And once you start noticing your negative thoughts, you're going to start noticing everybody else's negative thoughts. And let me tell you, I noticed there is a lot of negative thinking. Um, I don't feel like I was ever a super negative person, but once I started paying attention to my negative thoughts, I realized, wow, I think definitely more negatively than I do positively. And I started noticing that in others too. So once you notice your thoughts, then you need to become curious about your thoughts. Why do you have those thoughts? And that will help you change them. So when I started to notice those negative thoughts, so for example, if I was thinking, let's say it's Sunday night and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to work. You know, it's been a great weekend. I just don't go to want to go to work. Well, I would really think about that. Why don't I want to go to work? Well, really, it was just more, I just like to do whatever I wanted to do all day, like I did on the weekends. And, you know, once I got to work, I was fine and I knew that. So when I changed my thinking about going to work on Monday, that changed everything. So really thinking about why do you have those thoughts? And then reframing those negative thoughts into positive thoughts. So for example, if I'm having the negative thought that I don't want to go to work tomorrow, well, I could reframe that into, I'm actually really excited to go to work tomorrow. This is going to be a good week. I have a lot going on. Um, I, I looked at my calendar and I'm excited for all of the goals that I have for the week. And I'm going to get a lot done. And I'm really excited. I'm excited to see the students. I'm excited to um, teach this lesson. Or for me, you know, I'm excited to work with these teachers. So whatever it is, just find those little things that you're looking forward to. Reframe those negative thoughts into positive thoughts. 
Also having gratitude, that's another tip. So thinking about what you're grateful for each day. I like to do three three thoughts that I three things that I am grateful for before I even get out of bed. So that could be in my personal life, that could be with work, whatever it is, but three things I'm grateful for. And I try to make them small things pretty specific, like maybe I'm even thankful for my cozy bed, thankful for a cup of coffee, thankful that I get to exercise and just have the ability to do that. Then when I am going to work and I get out of my car and walking into school, I try to think about three things that I'm grateful for at school. So usually I'm grateful for, you know, the people I work with, getting to see the students, um, maybe something I'm doing that day. So three things I'm grateful for as I walk in. And then I like to think about three things I'm grateful for as I leave. And that practice of gratitude, again, just get your brain in that mode where you're thinking more positively and you're focusing on positive thoughts. So it's a good practice. Even journaling some of the that positive thinking would be really good. So I've done that before where sometimes I'll just like brain dump a ton of things that I'm grateful for. It could be 20 things. I'm just going to make a list. What am I grateful for? The other tip is to surround yourself with positivity. So we've all heard the phrase, positive thinking is contagious. Well, so is negative thinking. So if you're negative, it's contagious to others. And if you're surrounding yourself with negative people, that is contagious and you'll find yourself being negative. So just remember that if you surround yourself with positive people, positive material like podcasts, books, shows, music, it will help you be more positive. The more that you're listening to positive people and the more that you're trying to just be more positive and intentional about it, you will be able to change those thoughts. So I hope that this was helpful. Another thing I want you to think about is how this will help your students. If you practice this intentionally and working on positive thinking, I encourage you to do it with your students as well because I think that students need practice with this. And I think that we can make a difference in their lives by just teaching them early on to have gratitude, to think more positively, to notice negative thoughts. So just as you're applying some of these things to your own life, maybe you can help bring them into your classroom and apply them to your students too and have them practice. Because remember that people gravitate towards positive people. People want to be around people who are positive. So I hope that you found this helpful. Just always remember that your thoughts are what creates your emotions. So when you're thinking about how terrible teaching is or how hard it is or how burnt out it is, those are your thoughts about it. And I'm not saying that your experiences aren't hard and it does make it really hard to think positively. But the more positive we can think about it, the more that you can change your thoughts about how you look at teaching and um, just working with your students. So especially when it comes to burnout, we need to have those positive thoughts. So I hope that you found that helpful. Thank you for tuning into the Teacher Burnout Podcast. And I hope you follow me on Instagram at Beating Educator Burnout. 